Start the party, Dan. Oh no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Hello, was, friends, idiots, and friends weird. who are also idiots. Well, okay, so I, what my thing was is that we <sighs> talked about this before, before we recorded, is that every time I say start the party, Dan, it could just be any time. Like, I'm not doing anything different. So it, a listener could just think like, oh, he just recorded himself saying start the party, Dan, once. Yeah. And then they're just replaying it every but show. But there's, there's nothing wrong with that. We could do We well, could do that, by the way, yeah. I know we could, <laughs> but like I like to do it fresh every time. So I thought, what sure. wouldn't that be like a fun bit if I kind of did it in like a different way every time? I guess so. so. Yeah. What, what was your, you didn't like it, Stefan? You didn't like that version I of it? I was just taken aback. I think if you had maybe warned me, I think it would oh, be Oh, but that's a part of the surprise. I no, I'm I am surprised. It's early. Well, it's not early. It's early. It's not early. This is no, the no, time no. we record all every no, time. No, no, but but we're recording on a Saturday, so we're a day early. Usually yeah, we record so, on Sunday. So, so you're really tired. It, it is early. Yeah, because <laughs> we're recording a day earlier. So it's throwing me you're off. You're right. You're yeah. right. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Blocked Party. This is episode number 114, and uh, we have a great guest, a returning guest, one of our faves. He's a very funny comedian whose album is out now. It's called The Pursuit of Comedy Has Ruined My Life. Nick Nemiroff is here. Hi, Nick. Hi, Nick. Hello. Hello. Sorry to jump in before you got that hello in there, Stefan. No, I know. It's 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 always tough when... That's another thing I worry about with the show is because John will be introducing the guest and and he'll end it with like a, a hello. And then I have to I have to get in there like immediately. Really quick. Yeah. And I sort of... Again, it's it's because we're recording on a Saturday. I'm, I'm, I mean, Dan's all ready to go, obviously. Yeah, Dan's, <laughs> Dan's hitting the dab right now. He's good. Yes. I had never seen a blowtorch quite like the one Dan used to light that... Uh, <laughs> That enormous glass sculpture of his. Uh, see, and Nick, I'm in the same boat as you. I didn't know anything about it, but I've learned through Dan that it is called a dab rig. Uh, yeah, and uh, Dan uses that blowtorch even to like light cigarettes. He doesn't care. He's he's a master of whatever he's a that pyromaniac. That's what it <laughs> he is like. also that yeah. too. Dan definitely has that vibe of someone who got firecrackers illegally from America when he was a kid and all that kind of thing. He, this dab in particular has hit him very hard. He's having a tough time right now. But he's going to be alive. He's going to be fine. Dan's fine. Nick, you're fine. You look great, actually. Whoa, thank you. I just hit a dab right before coming on air. So I'm high out of my mind. But uh, I feel good. Saturday, 2 p.m. East Coast time. Perfect time. I think you guys should record on this uh, this time every time. Yeah, on, we, on, uh, like it would. So two p.m. for us, you mean, or it, we should record two p.m. your time. So the time we're recording now, we should always be recording. I think so. I know that you have some okay. issues with it, but I think yeah. um, <laughs> it's just. I feel like the flow is right right now. Yeah. It's going. You know what? And I was thrown off this morning too because um, I mean we can just jump right into it. But Larry King uh, <gasps> uh, passed away tragically. Very, yes. Well, I mean, it, normally, like he's like ninety five. Like it's not he's, really. 
Someone said eighty-seven. Yeah, yeah, eighty-seven. Whatever. I don't know yeah. how old he is. It, it was tra- seems- it was tragic though. He got hit, he was hit by a bus. That's true. <laughs> that is tough. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did he did he die from COVID? He was in the hospital with COVID, and then right. and then and the bus. people were like, and then the bus drove through the. <laughs> yeah, through he was the on hospital. the first floor. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ryan O'Reilly was driving the bus. Yeah, but that's a joke he, uh, for our, like 100 hockey fans who listen he, to the show. He he had co yeah he had COVID. Uh, I guess has well no I did okay he had COVID up until he so I think he did I mean I assume he's 87 years old he died of he probably died of COVID but I I miss uh, already. His, uh, his, do you guys ever read his blog? Oh, I blog? saw someone tweet about this today where he like basically invented tweeting. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's essentially what it is. He, he had, uh, he had a, a, a weekly article or a yeah. column, I guess in, uh, in like USA today. And then when that ended, he had a blog on like CNN's website. Mm-hmm. Uh, and essentially uh, I mean, I've got some of them right here. Let me read some of them uh, to you guys. Uh, and yeah. these are these are just tweets, really. This is what his. Yeah. So it's called King's Things, and then like the subheading <laughs> it's a is great name. That's a great name. It's I a great name. I mean, that, there, that yeah. was the name of his his Twitter account as well. And then the subheading is it's my two cents, and that was also the hashtag oh, he would yes. use. Yeah, I've seen that. Whenever he posted was a hashtag it's my two cents. Yes. Um. But yeah, let me give you a couple examples here. Uh, there are three guarantees in life, death, taxes, and Don Rickles new book will be funny. <laughs> Damn. I mean, under, under 140 characters. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. yeah. He was the original tweeter for sure. I got to find this. Someone posted one today and it was really funny where it, it was just from like the early nineties. It was from like 1992 and it legitimately felt like tweets. It kind of felt like, um, when Don Cherry was tweeting for a while and it came well, out that like his <laughs> tweets were just him leaving voicemails that's, for an but that's intern. How, that's how Larry King would tweet too. He would phone someone uh, and, and they would, they would write the tweet for him. He, they, he would dictate the post and then they would post it. Like he did the same oh thing. Like here's another one. This is from his blog. This is January 7th, 2009. Just asking, but wouldn't a terrorist, since he knows you're going to look inside his shoes, not put anything in his shoes? Just I asking. mean that's good blogging, and that's a good point, you know. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah this is the, this is the one I was thinking of from 1992. All in all, 1992 was a bad year for political punditry. Dot dot dot. ABC's Life Goes On is television at its absolute best. Dot dot dot. <laughs> the most underutilized player in the NFL this year was Washington's Desmond Howard. Dot, dot, dot. Despite what you think of Lawrence Walsh, we will always have the need for a special prosecutor because the government cannot investigate itself. Dot, dot, dot. Tony Kornheiser at WTEM in Washington is the best radio sports talk show host I've ever heard. Wow. Dot, dot, dot. My spies tell me Barry Levinson's new TV series Homicide is a winner. (laughs) (laughs) What? It's literally just like it's like sports, TV, politics. He's all over the map. It's beautiful. I love it. Uh, We'll we'll, we'll miss you, Larry. Um, Uh, You know, he's, he's a big part of the show. Oh, and I also, no, I had never seen the clip before where he went on the Ruben report and then just answered a phone call from his grandson. That was really funny. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It was hilarious. Because I think, I think Dave Rubin was like, oh, you're like a big hero of mine, Larry. And then Larry just like pulls out his phone in the middle of the interview and is like, I have to take a personal phone call. <laughs> He's and like, yeah, hey, it, Cannon, it, what's up? <laughs> yeah. No, Cannon was his son. So he has, oh, he has two was, sons named yes. Chase Cannon and Cannon. And Chase, yeah. 
and they're like really like buff like tiktok guys basically <laughs> yes. it's yeah. it's completely insane yeah and yeah i don't know and then pierce morgan obviously had the the post about larry king this morning where he like slammed him for uh getting married a bunch and like insulting i think he said uh larry king said about pierce morgan taking over a show it's like seeing your mother-in-law drive your bentley off a cliff or something which is, I think that's something we can all relate to, right? <laughs> yeah, my mother-in-law, totally. Yeah. She, my mother-in-law the, was uh, Bonnie from Bonnie and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my mother-in-law is always driving my Bentleys off of a cliff. It's crazy, guys. I'm tired of it, you know, yeah. honestly. Yeah, so but bad. Uh, rest in peace to, to a real one. And, and I, I posted this this morning that all we have left now is, uh, have you guys seen Bill O'Reilly's tip of the day? No. That I think he stopped posting them. Uh, first of all, he didn't even use a hashtag. He didn't even use like hashtag tip of the day. Whereas Larry King would do hashtag it's my two cents. Much more professional. Mm-hmm. But uh, Bill O'Reilly's stuff. Uh, well, here's my favorite one. Uh, this is from December 2017. Here's the tip of the day. Many clothing companies have stealthily cut back on material. So order your stuff one size larger than you are. I am 6'4", 210 pounds, and an XL used to do it. Not anymore. Now double XL. So... I mean, that's still like, that's a very good post, but it's no, it's my two cents, you know? Yeah. It doesn't, it just doesn't do have like, the, yeah. I like when guys like that, uh, you know, give their, their height and weight. To me, that is just very funny for, I can't really explain why. <laughs> well, it's like, yeah, I mean, there's no, I, I believe that he's six foot four. But there's, there's, there's no, no way yeah. he's two. There's no way he's two hundred six four and two ten. You are a beanpole. You are You're like thin. A, that's like that's like a pro athlete. All that's like lighter than a pro athlete. But that's like that's going to be yeah. just all like muscle, right? Bill O'Reilly yeah. at, at this point had been like fired from his job and was doing like video uh, like news drops on his on his Twitter feed wearing like a Tampa Bay Buccaneers golf shirt. Like he was. <laughs> He was not doing well at this and time. And that was a double XL golf shirt, just for those of you who are watching yeah. at home. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's like how, it's like how Trump weighed one pound less than uh like like technical obesity or whatever, right? Like right. his doctor was like, Yeah, he's like he's like, you know, six three, two hundred and like thirty four point nine pounds or whatever. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, I'm six feet, I'm almost I'm like six foot and a half inch, and I weigh one ninety five. So if you think of someone being three inches over three inches taller than me and he somehow only weighs 15 more pounds than me, even though he looks like he's carrying a car tire under his jacket at all times. uh, Don't think so. I don't think so, Bill. That's my two cents. Yep. Yeah. I um, just to get it all out there. I'm about (laughs) the same height as Bill O'Reilly. And I will say that I weigh about one. 80 to 190 on a good day. So when you guys okay. said that stuff about 210 as a bean pole, that really fucking hurt my feelings. <laughs> but I, I mean, I guess, uh, yeah, you are pretty, you are thin. I'm slender. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I think I used to, <laughs> I've come to realize uh, that I think I used to truly have a slight eating disorder between the ages of like 20 to 25. And then one time I like didn't go to the doctor for a while cause I felt pretty healthy. And then I went and they're like, you've lost 
15 pounds in the like since you last came to the doctor which was like two years ago so i was like about 150 something wow i was like and yeah and i was my current height and i was like that is not good and i told my dad that i but i was like yeah the doctor said i was like you know 155 pounds or whatever and he's like we were at dinner at like some thai restaurant in toronto and i swear to god he like looked around and he's like do you do you have aids i <laughs> promise that that is a real story and i really laughed very hard um <laughs> Yeah. So that, all, that, that, that was the way that you would tell him that you had AIDS is just that you lost just, a bunch just like of weight. hinting at it. Yeah. yeah. I think. <laughs> hey, Dad, I, play uh, a guessing game? Dad, have you ever seen the movie Philadelphia? <laughs> I have a feeling that my, you know, I just like was scared of talking about girls for a long time in high school and when I lived with my parents, and I think they thought that. Uh, you know, they'd be like, if you're gay, that's awesome. And I think this was him being like, okay, so he is gay. And <laughs> oh my God. this is the result possibly of that. <laughs> uh, I think that was the only thing that could go. That was like the only reasonable explanation. Not that I was like not eating because I, you know, had low self-confidence and hated myself. <laughs> Eating, eating is like hard though sometimes, you know what I mean? Like I remember early, yeah. like my early twenties as well, like just like remembering to like, or not remembering, but it's like putting in the effort to like make a meal, you know? Yes, this and, was yeah, the early like, days of, of living solo as well. Like first yeah. time moving out of my parents' house and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. We talk about, uh, like goblin meals on, on, on here all the time. So just like eating, like for me, it would be like eating like a slice of cheddar cheese, with like a, a little pickle on it, you know, and I just have a bunch of those and that would be like my dinner and my yeah. lunch also, you know, is that an eating disorder? Or is that just me being like a freak? Like, I don't know. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think it could be both. It might be both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But now I, I, mean, I eat, I eat normal stuff now. I eat, uh, I, I mean, I guess like all my meals are like liquefied, not for like medical reasons, but just cause it's like easier. Right. Like this, it's efficient. This, You're part this, of the Silicon Valley uh, yeah. group. Yeah. Yeah. Stefan's eating soylent mostly. <laughs> the smoothie, the smoothie diet has, uh, it, it's like, it's changed me for sure. You know, like, and legit, like John, you didn't warn me about this because John is a big smoothie boy too, but all my shit is like legitimately green now. Is that, <laughs> is that supposed to happen, John? Mm -hmm. That is normal. So your shit is just always green also. No, cause I don't put that many greens in my smoothie. Oh, you think it's the greens that's doing it? You gotta get some chocolate. I do think in there. it is the green. <laughs> yeah, my smoothie is mostly just chocolate pudding. That's like the main ingredient. Like some people do milk or whatever, but I just like the thickness of, of pudding. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I do think it's probably the greens you're putting in your okay. smoothie that's making your shit green. Most likely, that would make that makes sense. Yeah, probably yeah. also like your body is likely still just adjusting to the fact that you're actually eating greens at this stage yeah. in your life. Like Absolutely, it's, you know, it's been a yeah. while for you, so. Yeah, that probably that was like greens were like a it. monthly treat for me before, you know, that was like that was my cheat day would be me eating vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> You're cheating on your unhealthy self. Yeah, um, I mean, I do miss uh, I haven't had McDonald's and like I haven't had McDonald's this year, you know, and that wasn't even like a New Year's resolution thing. It's just sort of like naturally happened. But you know what the problem is now that I like when I mention, oh, I haven't had McDonald's in so long. I'm going to have it like tonight or tomorrow. 
Because now it's in yeah. my head, right? Yeah, you've got it out there now. Fuck. God damn Just it. put it in a smoothie. Oh, man. Is that... Just throw the Big Mac and the fries in the blender, man. Yeah. John, I'm, I'm telling you, like, is, is, that a, is that a new Patreon thing? A McDonald's oh smoothie? Oh, my God. There's absolutely no fucking way. <laughs> no chance in hell is that going to be a Patreon thing. God, you're sick. No. Well, no, you could because you could liquefy, like, an entire meal, right? If you put, like, the Coke Zero in there. I'm not... If you want to do it, you go right ahead. There is no chance in hell I am doing that. <laughs> not a fucking chance. No chance. Okay. I feel like if I've learned one thing from, you know, sporadically listening to Block Party over the years, <laughs> I imagine that if you really are saying no, that this seems like this is only increasing the chance of it happening. <laughs> yeah, because so. our listeners are brutal. They, they hate us. I mean, that's really the bottom line. It's like, it's, it's a love. It, it, podcasting is weird that way in that I feel like, you know, people would generally say like, oh, I love the show. I love John and Stefan. But also the way that they display that is by torturing us as much as possible, whether yeah. that's through eating bad stuff, watching bad stuff, listening to bad stuff. I mean, it's yeah. It's and, a weird and we have like a we have like a backlog of like uh, like video episodes and stuff we have to do because we've been like locked down since uh, yeah. like early November. Right. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, we have to do fuck. We have to do the chopped episode, right? Yeah, we uh, yeah. A listener donated a hundred bucks, and we have to do yeah. Stefan and I have to compete against each other like chopped style, but neither one of us know how to cook, so it's. That's I mean, I can be... I can cook. I can cook like Stephen, two things, right? Yeah, you. That's what you say every single time, and you say it like that every but that's single fine, time. This I comes can... up, you're like, I can cook two so, things. Though no, no, that it's actually mean it's you can cook. It's three things now, so I can I can fry an egg like really nicely. Okay, that's that like barely that even down. cooking. That's an important that's skill, key. though, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. That's every that's every breakfast. Absolutely, it could be. Yeah, <laughs> that's no, I, I have a I have a fried egg every morning. It's it's wonderful, uh, and then. I was going to say I can I can make like a cup of coffee like I can grind all the beans. That's not really cooking, but you're heating up water. I think that's sort of cooking. And then so that's half. Yeah. yeah. And then and then pizza from scratch. I can do that. And then mm-hmm. uh, uh, I made some pulled pork recently. That was good. You know, that you was, use I mean, an instant pot. They, they don't. That's not on chopped. Yeah. You can't be like, hey, I brought my instant pot with me. So I'm going <laughs> to well, make sure you can. Pulled- Oh my god! You don't know that you could bring an instant pot. <laughs> yeah, maybe just no one's thought of it yet. Yeah, <laughs> I have an air fryer now, so that'll be Stefan will be making stuff in his instant pot, and I will be making stuff in my air fryer, and that will be the whole competition. The whole, yeah, the whole episode will just be us like looking at the the stuff. Well, we can't even see it because it's like it's it's yeah. in the instant pot. Yeah. Do we know what we have to make for the chop thing? Or is no, it just... I have no idea. I don't know how we're gonna do it. Well, we'll have to figure it out. I mean, we haven't yeah. really had to sit down and think about it because we haven't been able to see each other. But maybe uh, well, we're like two weeks away from possibly the lockdown. I feel like they're gonna extend it again. Yeah, there's no way they're. Yeah, we're not. Yeah. What's to... the What's the situation out there, Nick? In uh, Toronto, it's Lockdown Central, and uh, same kind of thing. I I don't know. There doesn't seem to be an end in sight for the lockdown. Like, they, it was supposed to be up until, you know, Christmas, and then got extended another, like, five weeks or six weeks, and I'm sure the same thing will happen again in a couple weeks. Yeah, that's about where we're at. So, yeah. You know what? I'm I'm just going to say it. I'm not a big, um, I'm not enjoying it to me. I, like uh, I, I don't know about you guys or our listeners, but it's it's to me it's fun to like hang out with your friends and stuff in real life. It is and, very uh, true. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me. But I did play. I be I played and beat all of Hitman Three last night. 
So, oh, really? That I've been getting fast. a lot of stuff accomplished. Yeah, yeah. Well, John, the way I play it is I just kind of run through um, and like kill everybody. Oh, you don't uh, you don't play it stealth style. I, I well, I pl- I try, and then and then it just it's so much faster just to kill everybody, right? <laughs> I got this game that's known for playing it one way, the and I'm just gonna break it. I'm just gonna play I, it the least enjoyable. I was way I was playing it on the stream, and I was just. I was just shooting everybody. I would I would just go into like the corner of a room and wait for them to all come in there and just shoot everybody. And people in the chat were getting so fucking mad at me. Oh, for, I believe it. For for just like like breaking the sanctity of of Hitman. I mean, it is fun to play stealthily, but it's also extremely funny just to have them all run into the room and you just gun them down one at a time. So, I mean, John, you play it stealthily, I assume. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a big anytime a, a game has stealth <laughs> mechanics, I'm using them. I, I'm a big stealth guy. Love it. To me, that's like the fun, one of the more fun parts about video games. So I think playing it stealthily seems a bit perverted. <laughs> You're just always sneaking up on somebody and you get off on that shit, eh? I, uh, disgusting. Yeah, I mean, that is definitely part of it for me, no question. <laughs> With Hitman, it's most assuredly a peeping Tom kind of thing. Um, but that's, you know, I mean, that's between me and the video game, all right? I'm, I'm just trying to... I'm just trying to stay alive in the free world. You yeah. Know? Yes. If that's how you're getting out that uh, impulse, I guess that's actually the most productive way to do it. I'm just I, uh, glad they finally put out Hitman 3. I'll say that right now because it was getting <laughs> a little bit tense. It's, uh, it's, it's a very fun game. And I did, I did try like a couple missions to be super stealthy. And I, I, I did. There's one mission on a, a winery. I don't want to spoil too much for you, John, but um, mm. sort of a throwback to, to Hitman Blood Money. Uh, and you're on this. I actually big... don't drink, Stefan, so I probably won't play that level. But... All right, you're you're in this big Argentinian winery, and I killed uh, one target very stealthy, made it look like an accident. It was it was very funny, and then I think the 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 so you can do these like little like story missions that like unfold that are like well here's like a way you can kill them like to make it look like an accident, and the second target it sort of like bugged out, so I wasn't able to complete it. So I just like uh, took a pair of like uh, garden shears. And just like threw it across the room and like domed her in like a very crowded room and then just ran away uh, and and finished. And it was great. But John, you're I mean, to me, like it, that, that just wouldn't make me come at all. Like, I'm just going to say <laughs> that for sure. Like, if I just I'm actually a bit surprised shears, that just did make me come. So that is kind of <laughs> maybe I will play this game. You guys <laughs> are like, the, you guys are a soon. real odd couple here. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is That's just why like, Nick and I get along so well. You yeah, know? yeah. This is one of us bond. is always coming. <laughs> coming. And the other <laughs> one is limp as a. I was going to say it's a rock, but that's the opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Limp as a biscuit, baby. Um, There you go. True, guys. Before we get into the social media updates, can we talk? Can I talk about something with you? Yeah, Uh, first man. Okay, so (laughs) Stefan. uh, You know me. This is like a weird year for me. I watched another movie last night. Oh my god! How many is that already this year? Three, I think. So that's your quota. That's your yeah, I quota. can't watch another oh. one the rest of the season. Well, one of them was Cyber Seduction, so I don't know if that counts or not. Yeah, that doesn't count, no. no. So uh, I watched the 2004 Alicia Cuthbert vehicle, The Girl Next Door. You guys remember oh, wow. this? Yeah. yeah. It is the weirdest movie <laughs> I've ever seen. It is like, I don't, I, I didn't, I, I knew I saw it back when it came out. But I couldn't remember anything about it. All I remembered was that like she was a porn star and he was like a geek 
and he was like trying to date her or whatever. But then <clears throat> I just thought it was like a rom-com. No, it was one hour and 50 minutes long. And it was like 10 different movies in one. It was the most confusing, <laughs> weird thing I've ever seen. Do you guys remember any of it at all? I mean, basically I, what you said about it is what I remember. Yeah, okay. that she was a porn star and that uh, who who plays the, the guy? Uh, uh, Emile Hirsch. Hirsch. Yes, yeah, that's exactly. right. Yeah. So he's like the kind of valedictorian sort of of his school. He's kind of a loser. He has like two loser friends. She moves in next door. Well, she doesn't even move in. She's just staying there for two weeks. And he has a huge crush on her. And they, they're like meet cute happens very early in the movie. So it's very perplexing. Like they're already their first kiss happens like 20 minutes into the movie. So it's like, oh, I thought this was going to be like a will they won't they thing. But it they fall in love like almost immediately then he finds out she's a porn star so then it goes through this like cycle of kind of slut shaming like oh she's a porn star i can't date her you know she's somehow damaged or whatever then we get introduced to her uh producer quote unquote who really comes across more as like a pimp uh and he's played by timothy oliphant uh dressed oh, wow. like the lead singer really? of buck cherry um <laughs> And Isn't so then it turns into also, this, like, sorry, uh, go ahead. you know, porn star equivalent or like, you know, girl next door now is uh, someone who would be on OnlyFans. Only <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that interesting? <laughs> they predicted that shit. Dude. They did. Yeah. <laughs> I subscribed to, to OnlyFans. <laughs> I probably will be tweeting something like that right after this episode. <laughs> <laughs> This is where the magic happens right now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so, so then he comes into the picture uh, and then it turns into this like weird, almost like heist movie because so she uh, decides that she's going to get back into porn. Like they have some big like adult movie thing, adult movie like video awards kind of thing in Vegas. So he takes her away to Vegas. They follow her. He says he loves her in the middle of this like porn convention. Then they come back the whole time. He's been trying to raise money for a Cambodian refugee to come to America. He's like this genius from Cambodia. This is like what he's doing as like the president of the student council. Wait, this is what? <clears throat> yeah. So they've raised like thirty thousand dollars. I only remembered the uh, the porno stuff from watching yes, this as like a exactly. thirteen year old. <laughs> That's what we all remember. It's also there is so much. Yeah. I did that Cambodian movie. thing as well, and I don't remember <laughs> that that was part of it. I raised money for a Cambodian genius. <laughs> That's literally, they call him the Cambodian Einstein, and this is like part of the whole thing. What? So they've raised $25,000 for this Cambodian Einstein guy to come over, and then Timothy Oliphant steals that money. So he like steals the 25 grand because Emile Hirsch convinces Alicia Cuthbert to not do porn anymore. And he was supposed to make $30,000 off of her doing this movie. And the Cambodian Einstein money was 25,000. So then it turns in. So then he's stolen the money. So then they're like trying to get the money back from him. Then they do this weird turn where they make it look like they're shooting a porno at prom. But then it turns out that they were making a video uh, like a sex ed video. And the only reason you know about that is because there is one 30 second throwaway scene in the middle of the movie where they're watching like a super dated sex ed movie. And one character says to the other, like, 
like, oh, we got to watch this again. Like, this movie sucks. It was made in 1974, blah, blah, blah. And then they never bring it up again. And then out of nowhere, <laughs> they make it look like they're shooting a porno. And it turns out that they're shooting a sex ed movie that Emil Hirsch then makes millions of dollars off of, <laughs> quote, because you know all the sex ed money that there is out sure. there. So then he brings over like a dozen Cambodian geniuses. That movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's the end of the movie. So it was truly fucking baffling. If you've never seen it or you haven't seen it since 04, I mean, it's not that great and it's very long. What, what prompted you to watch it? I don't know. We were just Becca and I at the start of quarantine went on this like this binge of watching like old like teen comedies and stuff. And so we just hadn't watched one in a while. So we were pardon me, just like aimlessly scrolling through Prime. We were going to try to watch American Pie 2 because we had watched American Pie earlier and it wasn't on anything. American Pie 2 is not on any on any of the services. But Girl Next Door came up. So we were like, oh, we'll just watch that. A lot a of nudity, a lot of sexual content, too. Wasn't expecting any of that. I'm Wild. Yeah, anyway. I don't really remember that much nudity in it, but I have Lots. a very quick story about American Pie 2. Please. Yeah. It also relates to my dad. <laughs> uh, I forget what movie me and my friends were trying to go see, but it was sold out. And then American Pie 2 was, I like never even thought of asking my parents to like, let me go see that because I was like, I don't even want to broach the subject again of <laughs> sexuality in any way. <laughs> uh, but at the movie theater with my two friends, they're like, just ask if we can go do it because he had to buy the tickets because we were like 13 and, you know, rated R. And so he bought us tickets to go to American Pie 2 because the movie we wanted to see was sold out, get picked up by him after the movie, go home. And like it was has been clear, my mom was like yelling at him for letting me go see that movie. <laughs> <laughs> and so they call me upstairs to their bedroom, and they make me sit down, and they're like, "So, did you understand the movie?" <laughs> <laughs> or they're like, and they're like, "What was it about?" And I was like, um, "These guys wanted to have a big party before their end of college or end of like high school experience," and. That's it. <laughs> Just like, again, trying to avoid a lot of, uh, re- a lot of repression. I'm, uh, realizing <laughs> I grew up in my house, <laughs> but yeah, that was, that's basically that, it. So my dad that, got in trouble. That's, ins- that's they insane not press though. You want like, it further? Or are they not like yeah. what happened at this party? I think they did. And I think I was like, yeah, I guess there was drinking in it and <laughs> I think there were girls there. And, uh, was, but they did like, you know, they didn't know what happened in American Pie 2. They probably just heard on, like, Oprah or something that it was, like, a movie about sex. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one where they get, like, the summer, like, cabin yes. or whatever on the, like, the beach house? So. Yeah. 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 Okay. I saw that in theaters, too. But I'm I'm older than you, Nick, so I think I probably could have bought my own ticket. But I remember seeing that in theaters because I remember when... <laughs> When she, when Allison Hannigan says the line, because he's like doing that fake breakup with her or whatever to try and make Nadia jealous. And then on the way out of the cabin, she says like, and that includes fucking me in the ass. And then she like (laughs) slams the door. The theater loved that. That was a big, that was a big moment for the, for the movie theater at American Pie 2. Speaking of big moments, let's move on to our social media update. 
Bits. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied tapes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Nick, we always like to start with the guest. What's going on on your social media? My social media is uh, a lot of uh, Bernie memes, obviously. I, uh, I've gotten really into this Instagram account, and maybe, I will be honest, I checked if one of you followed it instead that you did. So I wonder maybe if you guys have talked about this guy before, but he's a, become a, quite a favorite of mine, Mikey Miles. Oh, yes. <laughs> You've talked? Oh, oh, yes. Do not get Stefan started on Mikey Miles. I, I'm, I'm, new. I'm new to the story. New to he, the uh, He's yeah. had a he's had a rough go of it recently. I think um, yes, he has I, definitely been coughing in a lot of videos, which is scary. Yeah, and he's starting to kind of experience like real life consequences for his like very creepy behavior. The Planet Fitness um, thing. The Planet Fitness thing was what I was I was thinking yeah. of. J- John, how much do you know about Mikey Miles? I guess maybe Ooh. I probably just sent you some pictures of like his meals. Yes, that's his meals the, are the only thing I know incredible. about Mikey Miles is that. <clears throat> Yeah, I, I like when you first brought it up, Nick. I all I thought of was he's the one he'll post just like these just absolutely horrific <laughs> looking things, and then be like amazing, delicious, like food. He, says, porn, right? he says wet quite a lot. Yes, right? wet, about yeah. his food, and yes. about like, and it is wet a lot of it. Like it's it's yeah. a big pile of like spinach or something. Yeah, it'll usually. I feel like it's like a lot of like wet ingredients on like white bread. It feels yeah. like yeah. that That's kind right. of thing. Yeah, yeah, and he's also like, I mean. I think a, I'm obviously the food is like very nasty, but I think a big part of it is like the lighting and like how he's taking he, the photos too. Yes. I agree. His like his framing, his even his cropping sometimes on if it's like you know have a, a photo that didn't fit the frame. He's like yeah. really doing what you know. I try to do this too on Twitter and Instagram and stuff too. But he's like that's like who everyone is kind of trying to imitate sometimes i feel like it's like really bad and gross and ugly but he is is like authentic and like yeah some people it, are doesn't it kind of seems like he's eating in the dark and then he'll just like take the photo with the flash on kind yeah. of like it's that yeah. sort of and, it's, and yeah. i think he lives in like uh like a subway station like bathroom or something too <laughs> Because his floors have really weird tiles, and then it's like, yeah, like flickering fluorescent lighting, and yeah, and and he's he's also like, I don't think he's ever cleaned his frying pan, um, yeah. no matter what he's cooking in there, and he'll just like pile a bunch of shit in there and like take a picture as it's cooking, and I mean it's it's so nasty. It wouldn't be the same without the captions though. Like he calls everything like gourmet or like food porn. Um, and it, it's, it's just horrendous, but yeah, the, the planet fitness thing I think was him. Did he, yeah, I know did nothing he post about a, that. So fill me in on that. Yeah. What, what was it, Nick? He has, he's really into working out. I also believe he's trying to get taller, which is quite <laughs> <laughs> incredible. He's honestly become like sort of jacked recently for someone of his like body type. Like, yes. And he sometimes says how much he weighs. And I think it's like one fifty also. So he is, you know. He's commendable. But, but but he's like five foot five, if I had to guess as well, I think. So, yes, I think he, yeah. he reads as uh, short, I would say. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so he goes to Planet Fitness all the time and works out there. And then he did a video about like how there's this like new girl at Planet Fitness that he is really into. Doesn't say anything about her name or whatever, but he's like, 
tried to talk to her twice like here's here's my idea for next time like should i ask her like if she's like a personal trainer and if she is if she wants to train me or should i tell her that i'm a personal trainer and that i can train her something like that and then people were commenting like mikey don't talk to (laughs) well it was like two kinds of comments on that where people were trolling him and being like yo, that is a good idea. You should definitely ask her that. <laughs> or people being like, Mikey, please don't do that. Um, you could get in trouble. And also there's COVID and it's just like inappropriate for so many reasons. But then he posted an update, which was like, so I'm fucking pissed right now because somebody called Planet Fitness <laughs> and said I was acting like a creep. And now they're like talking about like revoking my membership or something like that. And I do have a hunch that it might have been the girl herself. <laughs> um, that would be my guess. But but yeah. I, I think also some of the people following him are like, they're following him to like, like protect people from him, you know? Yes. I think like they're to, like Batman. In this it, yeah, case. exactly. Yeah. Like they know like, oh my God, he's, he's found like a, a new person to obsess over. We need to like, we need to warn this poor person. And he he's gotten in a lot of trouble get, before. Oh, yeah. I, I went down a rabbit hole the first like, uh time someone showed me him a few weeks ago and i like yeah there's a lot of a lot of uh obsession unfortunately with uh uh, i think he wants a wife really bad yeah what is how did he get known because he's like not a guy like he's not anything right like he doesn't have like a youtube show or anything like how did how did people even i think his, his food was part of it for sure people being like like this is like insane like who cooks like this who lives like this who eats like this and then it's sort of like he got a bit of attention from that and it sort of like spiraled out from there and he does like he's like right. an he's like an actor as well he's oh, very yes. passionate for acting so yeah um have you seen any of his uh, his acting videos nick no i've seen only his like you know, he, I don't know if it's Patreon or whatever, but he makes like personalized videos for people. So I've seen yeah. those ones, but not any of his, uh, if he has an acting reel, I would love to see it. I think there is one out there. I'll, I'll see if I can find it for you. But yeah, he's, uh, I'm surprised he doesn't get brought up more often on the show, to be honest. Because uh, John yeah. hates it, you know? Oh, which yeah. Is like, I mean, he has a Patreon, uh, which I didn't know. He makes $36 a month currently. Okay. All right. Uh, I also want to say uh, I do access. love Mikey Miles. I'm only I'm obsessed with him because I, there, I, there's something very, you know, like endearing about him and his uh, he's like, I'm going to make it sort of no matter what attitude. Yeah. And his whole thing is I'm just a kid from New York. Like that's <laughs> his like, that's his 34. brand. <laughs> yes, yeah. He's also 34. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he says, welcome to my Patreon account. Please uh, come and please join my close-knit community. And he has one quote around close-knit, but he forgot to close it. Uh, And then it says, get access to unseen pictures, videos, and much more. All of you amazing souls will not be forgotten as you are a supporter on my journey. I am an actor first, but I enjoy taking pictures. They seem to capture something. They stop time. (laughs) <laughs> Find me on Facebook, Michael David Hermely, Mikey Miles, when you become a patron, and then I can add you to the special Facebook group, which I plan on adding some cool stuff. Thanks. Miles and Miles Enterprises. And in fairness, he does post, he has only 13 patrons, and he has 149 Patreon posts. Wow. Hey, it looks dedicated. like he posts something like every couple of weeks. Oh, December 30th, he-, he had a big day. He posted three things. <laughs> He posts about five 
times on Instagram per day, like five yeah. like permanent posts, not just stories. So he's he's you know he knows he loves that. to post. It's yeah, not yeah. good that I have seven mutual followers with him. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that two is of them good. are you guys, and then Lydia Burrell, Grace Spellman, <laughs> our friend Tom, and uh, Cole Hirsch, so, and Dan. Yeah. I think he's so. in a in this like. Yeah, I'm surprised he is not sort of more well known, but he is. Uh, I think he's getting there, and he will be. Yeah. Wow. Uh, yeah. yeah. Just I, I really, I, I'm surprised. I truly didn't know uh, anything about him, and I will hope to keep it that way. Stefan, what's going on in your social media? <laughs> Man, I mean, do you guys see Muncher? Have you seen Muncher? Mm-mm. I've seen. I've seen the the, the pic. Yeah, you've seen the pic of, of Muncher, John. You you haven't seen Muncher? I'm gonna Stefan. Here's a thing you could ask yourself. Sure. <laughs> There's something called muncher. Yeah. Do you think that's something I would have seen? Like just I based th- on the name alone. Look, I think given how how big muncher was for like a day or two. No. Um, I, we I, have, I thought we've maybe... done 114 episodes, Stefan. Yeah. I feel like at this point you should be able to tell just by the name of something or it's just like general ethos that I would not know it. Okay, Everyone let me tweet Muncher at John. <laughs> do yes. right Nick, now. Nick, fuck yeah. you. Don't do that. I don't stop this shit. Yeah, yeah hashtag Dirty Nation. Ha- yeah. <laughs> do it up. Hashtag Muncher John 2021. Oh <laughs> Is it gross? Is this gonna be a gross well, thing that gets I'll tweeted at me a bunch? No, I, I think you'll I think you'll be fine with it. But yeah, every every time, like whenever John posts or, or tweets or anything. Please reply to him. Do not with do that. A picture of Muncher. <laughs> Don't do that. Yeah. Okay, so here, oh here's God. Muncher. I just sent I sent you guys Muncher in the Oh, in the I like Zoom that it's at twitter.com slash slash film. That's a good, that's a great. So this is, Muncher is a new mm-hmm. ghost from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Oh, uh, okay. I did see a picture of this, but I didn't know what it was. I just like, I was like, oh, that seems dumb. And I just, am, am I crazy? Or is this like, is this like reboot level CGI though? Oh my God. I'm not sure. Very it's reboot. Like, yeah. It's pretty, it's pretty bad, right? Like even the, even the corn behind him looks fake. It, I, I guess part of it is probably, this seems like it was a picture of a screen that, that, that someone took, you know? So maybe Muncher looks right. better. So is this um, a, sorry to interrupt. Is this like a, is this a cartoon? This new Ghostbusters? Well, the or ghosts aren't real. Just, that's not what I'm getting at. The movie itself. Is it a cartoon? Or no, no, it's... Uh, oh, it's, okay. Because this looks like a, uh, live a, action. a still from... Okay, well then, yeah, then it's quite bad. It's got... Uh, what's his name from Stranger Things? The, the kid from Vancouver. Finn. Uh, Finn. Finn, Finn Wolfhard. Wolfhard. We yeah. gotta get him on the show. Let's get him He's, on the show. We could, yeah, maybe he could get Muncher for us, you know? That would be even better. But yeah, my social media update is that Muncher exists, I guess, <laughs> and, and that everyone should reply to John with pictures of Muncher. Oh my god! Just like just nonstop. That's the new thing. You know what, John? You should be you should be glad. Like, well, first of all, as soon as a Muncher Funko Pop, I should drops, be glad. You well, I'm just saying. Last year, at the start of the year, the big thing was getting people to send you Funko Pops, uh-huh. and and this year it's a bit it's a bit more tame, right? It's it's people are tweeting pictures of Muncher at you. Uh, for yeah, as long as possible, tweeting like, a going. picture is much yeah. easier than sending a Funko Pop. People had mm-hmm. to be like, that's right. You know, there was like four steps to sending a Funko Pop. So yes, I still got way too many of them, but it was sure. only forty. This is going to be much. Worse. <laughs> you, do you really think that you're okay? You know what? Like, do you really think your replies are just going to be filled 
with pictures of, of this big fat blue ghost muncher from Ghostbusters Afterlife. Do you really think that's what's going to happen to you? And just because I tell our listeners to reply to you with pictures of muncher and every time you post, do you think that's that's what's going to happen? You really think even that? When you do, even when you don't post, old posts, <laughs> go back, reply to those. <laughs> <laughs> Try to find the most, um, you know, sort of cancelable post that John has from his past. <laughs> Reply to that with Muncher. <laughs> I deleted all those, thankfully. Those oh, are do I actually many. remember, yes, I think last time I was on, you talked a lot about those old posts. Those were amazing. <laughs> I want to find an old post from John that's like, there, there will never be a Ghostbusters ghost named Muncher. <laughs> it's just never going to happen. It's like old takes exposed. Yeah. <laughs> They all send it into that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, what, what do you think of him? Like, so will how how fast will this get old for you, John? This picture already, of Muncher. Right now. It's already, so, this so episode's not coming out for two days and I will already yeah. be sick of it. Because I think, I think he's quite pleasant to look at, honestly. It's a nice, it's a very nice I mean, blue he's fine. color. Yeah, it's yeah. not the worst. It's not the worst, but it'll What it'll do you think he be... did in his, uh, in his past life when he was, when he was alive? <laughs> He like, seems like he might have been on like my six hundred pound life or whatever on TLC. Well, but I don't. So, so I think Slimer was just like a guy, right? You know, I Did think they ever think, say what Slimer was. I'm not really familiar with Ghostbusters lore. I, I think in in Ghostbusters lore, well, I'm just I'm completely guessing here, but my guess is that it, you know you, what your ghost ends up looking like is dictated by like how you acted in real life. Right. So like there's the old lady ghost in the library and she just looks like she did in real life. Right. So she was like boring as fuck in real life and, and became just herself as a ghost. But Slimer and Muncher, obviously they were like party animals probably. Right. And so then, and then they, they take this uh, spectral form of just like, I mean, you want to party with this guy. I want to party with Muncher. I want to party with Slimer. Slimer's wife. So Stefan, According yep. to Dan Aykroyd, Slimer is the ghost of John Belushi. Okay. Well, All right. I could sort of... I, that, that, that proves my point, right? Maybe Munchers is Larry King. <laughs> or Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> I, think, I think Ruth Bader Ginsburg, actually, yeah. yeah. You can sort of see the collar there, right? Yeah, yeah. He's got the, the famous that, white uh, collar. Yeah, you can tell Muncher is very judicious, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, Ru- Ruth Muncher Ginsburg. Yeah. <laughs> oh. uh, John, oh, that was um, the line. That was the line right there. Ruth Muncher Ginsburg was the one that got the O from a, everybody. Okay. A lady, a lady died, John. Okay? That's not for cool. fuck's sake. Unbelievable. No respect. Yeah. I think it would be funny to see Muncher sucking his own dick. All right, John. What happened <laughs> yeah. uh, in your social media this week? Oh my God. Okay. Well, you know, had a nice time. Whoops. Yeah. Uh, Stefan, your father will be upset with me for this, but I, okay. I, I had a little Twitter dust up with Amanda Palmer. Oh, I did um, see this. Yeah. But not really. I mean, not It wasn't really a dust up cause she didn't respond to me, but I got but a bunch got, of her fans did. Yeah. Yeah. I got quite a few likes on the post and it was really funny because, um, People couldn't figure out that I was being sarcastic, which was really funny. Um, So this was on the day of Biden's inauguration. And I guess Amanda Palmer is living in New Zealand currently. Uh, So she wrote, uh, she tweeted, just walked into a coffee shop here in Aotearoa, (laughs) New Zealand. And everybody behind the counter, not really knowing me, but knowing I was American, erupted in spontaneous applause. And then she did like 10 cry face emojis. 
So then I responded, wow, I am crying a lot at reading this tweet. Thank you for sharing it. It is a good reminder there is lots of love in this world, and we just have to remember to find it and let it embrace us, just like these very kind people who definitely did this in this very (laughs) real and true story. Uh, And so, you know, most people understood that I was certainly being sarcastic, particularly with those last few lines. Uh, But I had multiple people like tweet at me like, "Um, yeah, this definitely didn't happen, man. (laughs) Like, you know, oh, yeah, I I guess it would be cool if this had actually happened. And I was like, yeah, that's exactly what I was saying. That was the whole thing that I was doing. And it culminated with one person in particular uh, who quote tweeted me. And uh, let me see if I can find the actual quote tweet here, because it was really quite something. Uh, I muted them, so it might be hard for me to find, but, uh, basically, yeah, I I can't find it right away, but essentially they quote tweeted my tweet, my response to Amanda Palmer. And they were like, wow, all blue check marks are incestuous and their brains are all poisoned and like whatever, like that I was (laughs) defending her or something. I, uh, I, I think it actually did happen. But yes, only it did. <laughs> someone actually did did research about it. Oh, so okay, I, I, yeah. I was gonna say I think it happened because they were applauding because they're like, oh, now she can go back to America. You know, <laughs> now she can finally wanna... get the fuck out of here. Who is Amanda Palmer? <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to ask that since the beginning of this, but so uh, first of all, fuck you, Dan. Uh, he just tweeted a picture of Muncher at me. So, <laughs> so thank this is you where the for movement that. starts. Yeah, seriously. Wait, I gotta um, do that too. One sec. Oh my god. So, uh, <laughs> so Amanda Palmer, um, Nick is a. Um, she used to be the lead, or I guess she still is. I don't know if the band's really active anymore. She was the lead singer of the Dresden Dolls, uh, the band the Dresden Dolls, and okay. then she basically became famous by like having one of the highest Patreons. So she started doing like. In the early days of Patreon, she started offering um, like exclusive songs and artwork and stuff to people on Patreon. And mm-hmm. she has like an absurd number of patrons. It's like 30,000, 40,000 patrons or something like that. Oh, well. um, and then she started doing these like shows of which I went to one of them with Stefan's dad. I know he's he's a big Amanda Palmer fan. <laughs> he, or he was anyway. So yeah. Um, oh, and she was also married to Neil Gaiman, um, but they they split like a year ago, Stefan. They guess? split like the start of the pandemic, I think, because I remember yeah. something going on. It, there was some sort of like viral thing about uh, the two of them splitting up. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, so they so that's kind of it. So she so she would do these shows where because she's like kind of famous and has all these connections. So she would go to different cities, usually when she was giving a Ted talk and then she would do her own show where she would get a bunch of people who were in town for Ted or that she knew to like, just do a random show. So like, uh, and give a bunch of people like 10 minutes. So like when I went with Stefan's dad, there was like a few musicians, there were some slam poets, um, that one was interesting looking back because I think Riz Ahmed was on it. He did some like rapping and stuff, and now he's oh wow, you know he's people like are saying he's gonna be the gonna win the Oscar or whatever for the Sound of Metal and stuff. Um, but yeah, that's who she is. So she she's got like a million followers on Twitter or something like that. Gotcha. 
Um, so yeah, so she's uh, yeah, that's who she is. But it did it did actually happen. So someone did the research. So in New Zealand, so I was saying this to Becca this morning. The funny part was a lot of the people who liked my tweet were from New Zealand and like followed me and stuff because I think they were like, yeah, this guy's standing up for us (laughs) who wouldn't do this stupid ass thing from New Zealand. So apparently, what happened was uh, so this so because the people in New Zealand were pissed because apparently the stereotype of New Zealanders is that they're not really that friendly. So like New Zealanders were like, no, no one would do this. Like you'd never walk into a cafe and have someone even acknowledge who you were. Like this doesn't make any sense. So this guy called the cafe, this, this news reporter (laughs) in New Zealand to try and figure out what happened. So the owner said that he did, he knew who Amanda Palmer was. He was like a fan of hers before she moved to this like area of New Zealand. He's been coming into her coffee shop, Uh, multiple times uh, a week since she moved there. So he knew who she was and he knew that she was American. So he applauded when she walked in because he knew that she was like pro Biden and all that stuff. And so he just like kind of was like, oh, yay, like this is so happy for you or whatever. And then I guess like a couple other people behind the counter also started clapping. And then she made it sound like it was this Big event like, where she yeah. walked in the door and everyone dropped everything they were doing and applauded or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, that's the whole the whole story. But yeah, so the guy who tweeted the blue check mark thing, I was like, oh, tough to see that, uh, or you know, like it's too bad you don't understand sarcasm or whatever I said. And he was like, oh, sorry, John Cuckin. Okay, and that's then, really and good. Then he did another you. tweet yeah. where he said, "Oops, autocorrect." Oh, that's well, okay. So it's, that was an accident. <laughs> yeah. So he tried to call me John Cullen, but then he just said John. Your, oh, that's, that happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're yeah. making so. fun of him because he might have some sort of, uh, you know, learning disability. <laughs> that's what you're doing. Unbelievable. Right Awful. Disgusting. You know. Uh, you know what? This guy's right about blue check marks. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you have a blue check mark, Stefan. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> He's right. <laughs> All right. Speaking of blue check marks, let's move on to our block tail. Did you tweet? You brought receipts, Blocktail. Woo! No longer can see the post. It's a Blocktail. Woo! You probably deserved it. It's a Blocktail. Nick, I'm excited for this one. Uh, This this one you said kind of involves the Blocked Party universe. So I'm excited to hear about it. Uh, Go ahead. So I would say a couple months ago, I got a unsolicited DM from somebody who was replying to a story I posted on Instagram. And this person, their name on Instagram is Rainbow, R-E-I-N underscore B-O-W. And they said, go back on Blocked Party. And now, I, was the story about Blocked Party that you had nope. posted? Is that Oh, okay. So they just I, I went to go nowhere. check it. Yeah. It was like some, I don't know, I, it was basically a joke from my, like, posted in an Instagram story. And then this person replied with, go back on Block Party. So I screenshotted that, sent it to John, and said, the fans are restless. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it eventually resulted in this uh, recording today. <laughs> And then I was thinking last night, I was like, fuck, I actually don't think I have, or I couldn't think of another, you know, blocked, uh, 
person or story or whatever that I have, so I decided to block this guy. And, <laughs> um, hopefully, uh, you know, they get a kick out of uh, me doing that. <laughs> Maybe I'll never unblock. That could be funny. <laughs> I feel like for the, yeah, for the block to really take, like it, for it to for it to feel real, you know, like because we're um, yeah we're recording a, a bonus episode right after this where uh, I talk about uh, Chris James uh, blocked me recently. I did um, see that. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, but then he unblocked me like 20 minutes later. You know, so like I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna learn that way, right? No, not at all. No, you're so, just gonna so, keep yeah going after him. But but Rainbow will will understand. Like okay, yeah, you know, it may have worked, but at what cost, right? Yes, this is sort yeah. of I'm trying to teach Rainbow a lesson of um, you know the the balances of life. You can't have good without the bad. <laughs> You try to teach Rainbow a lesson about being a fan of something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't never like ex- never me or my work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, never express any niceness towards me or um, support of any kind because it will be met with a swift block. I'm a lot looking of people forward block haters. To... I block all the lovers and likers. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the next time we have you on and it's just you doing 10 different block tales. You're like, people reached out and said I was great on the show and I blocked all of them. <laughs> yeah, I might have to block you guys eventually so that's fine uh, i mean yeah. i get it i understand that's fair yeah, yeah. it's actually cause sort of surprising like more people don't try and sort of pull that bit on us stefan like i feel like like dave shumka did when we had dave shumka on the show yeah after true. the show was over he blocked the blocked party account on twitter <laughs> yeah. i think he eventually unblocked it but he kept us blocked for months it was, for, it was, it was a yeah. while yeah it was like quite a while so that was like that was a good bit but i'm, I'm sort of surprised more people haven't kind of taken us on as far as that goes stuff. I mean, I feel like I'm uh, as clever as me and Dave. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a that's a good yeah. point. Yeah. And that's why people always want to have you back on the show, you know. So That's right. Uh, and and honestly, that was the reason we brought you back. It's been weighing on my mind since you uh <laughs> sent me that DM and said the fans are restless. I'm like, that's we right. got to get Nick Nemiroff back on the show. That's right. Nothing to nothing new to promote. Nothing going on really in my life, but needed well, to get back on here. I mean, we, you know, we're, we're kind of like, if you've been on the show and you are good on the show and we like you as a person and as a guest and if, and, and if the listeners like you as well, we try to do like once a year, you know, that yeah. feels like a, you know, the right amount of time to bring someone back on. So I feel like it's been about a year since you were, since you were on last. I think that's true. Yeah. It's back yeah, in Vancouver about a year ago. You were yeah. episode 50 actually, if I remember right. So, wow. uh, so it is like almost exactly a year, a little bit more than a year as a matter of fact. So we were due, we were overdue. And the, the thing is too, though, Nick, a lot of it is like, we would also wait to have you in studio. So like mm-hmm. when you had, I think when you originally sent me that message, it was like, Oh yeah, it's been about a year since Nick's been on, but he'll probably be in Vancouver soon. And it would be, would be great to have him in studio. And then, you know, yeah, that can't happen. So yeah. <laughs> it's the same with local comedians. Like, you know, we were pretty, we were having a ton of local comedians on the show and then the pandemic happened and it's like, well, we'd kind of almost rather save it for when we can actually have them back in studio with us and totally. you know, make the magic happen that way. But it's all good. Who cares? I love uh, learning know. about the block party booking process. <laughs> <laughs> people do. People love it. They're always like, John, talk more about the admin. Uh, how many hours a week do you spend on it? And it's, uh, you know, a fair amount. But um, this, uh, we got a good listener block as well. This one actually just came in this morning and I thought it was great and a simple one. So I'm just, 
I'm just going with it. This is from James, uh, and his block tale is Kurt Eichenwald. You guys remember that guy? Oh, wow. I haven't heard that name in a while. I know. So that's what, and it, and it very goes quick. back to his incident. Uh, so this is uh, from James. Hey, guys, I'm an oceanographer with a really low Twitter following. So a few years ago on World Ocean Day, I wanted to live tweet all day and do a Q&A to get my profile a little higher. I had it all ready to go, but I didn't count on one thing. Kurt Eichenwald inadvertently telling the whole world he watched hentai and that he showed it to his entire family. <laughs> I only got a few RTs and faves, and I blamed this directly on him, which I told him at the time, but his mentions were probably a little busy that day, and he never got back to me. I forgot about it within a couple days and went on with my life. Fast forward to a few days ago where he popped up in my feed for some reason. His display name read Kurt Masks, Masks Save Lives Eichenwald. So I replied to one of his tweets at random with Kurt, I showed my wife hentai Eichenwald, and he blocked me shortly thereafter. <laughs> I love the pod, and by the way, the beaver cranberry mustard is amazing, and if I can find it around here, wow. I'll send it your way. Thanks, guys. James. Oh, my God. We have so, so many oceanographers who listen to the show. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> just losing track. We should honestly do a big ocean you, chat. You, you, one you guys got to do an underwater episode for them. <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't there. Okay, there was a 90s sitcom. I want to say it was Full House, maybe, where Jesse and Uncle Joey did an underwater episode, or am I just totally imagining that? There was an episode that. where uh, Uncle Jesse drowns. Is that the one you're thinking of? <laughs> yes, that is it's the one I'm thinking yeah. of yeah. with his twins. It was crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, I feel like there was one. I just, I feel like I remember there being like an underwater bubble and them doing an episode in the underwater, like, bubble we could thing. We could do an underwater episode where it's just like a regular episode and then occasionally you get like the submarine sonar sound effect <laughs> and just some like bubbles once in a while. And it's like, yeah, we were underwater the whole time. You know, how are they going to know, right? It's true. Dan, I'm underwater you think right now and nobody, yeah. has, nobody has noticed. Yeah. Yeah. You think you could pull uh, it off, Dan? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I was somehow right about this. Like, it's amazing what the things I forgot from my, like, you know, university degree or whatever. Uh, but they do actually do an episode uh, where uh, Jesse and Uncle Joey are mm -hmm. in a diving bell underwater and they do their rush hour renegade show from the from underwater. Okay. Damn. So, wow. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. I've only <laughs> you're seen welcome uh, for that confirmation. I've only seen Fuller House, so it's hard to remember. Oh yeah, that would do. That it. joke <laughs> bonked. <laughs> 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 Wish I was oh. underwater right now. <laughs> <laughs> or at least just in a shallow puddle. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. The uh, if you want to send in a listener block, uh, you can do so at blocked at blockedparty.com. You can also fill out the form on our website. Uh, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party. Five dollars a month gets you access to four bonus episodes every single month. Last week, Stefan and I did one of the dumbest things we've ever done, and we did a freaky Friday mailbag that's up now. Uh, we also this week will have that aforementioned uh, hell block episode coming out where Stefan. Uh, talks about his saga of getting blocked by Chris James. And uh, as we've talked about the last few weeks on the show, Sweeps Month starts next Monday. Uh, it's Blocked Party Sweeps Month. All month in February, we're going to have uh, a stacked lineup of guests, a stacked lineup of bonus episodes, and uh, it's going to be just a blast. So you're going to make sure you don't want to miss that. Stefan, should I do? Should I announce one of the things now? Yeah, sure. For, yeah. 
All right. So one of the BP Sweeps Month bonus episodes, we are going to be doing a trivia party with the Doughboys. So we're going to have our good Ooh. friends Nick Weiger and Mike Mitchell on uh, to compete in a battle of wits against Stefan and I. Uh, it should be a good one. So oh, we're on the same team. No, I don't think so. I mean, we oh, would destroy okay. them if we were on the same team. Uh, so, yeah, I just assume it'll be every man for himself. Okay, uh, yeah. But, yeah, yeah we're, 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 you know, we know you guys love the trivia episodes, and we thought, who better to have on for a trivia episode than the Doughboys? So you can look forward to that along with a bunch of other great content coming up in February. So that's all over at patreon.com slash blocked party. You can also uh, rate and review the show on iTunes, subscribe to the show. That always helps us in their algorithm. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod nick we always like to finish the show with a top three suggested by our guest what do you have for us please my top three and i would say it is very influenced by the t-shirt that i'm wearing right now which t-shirt is, is it <laughs> trying to oh broncos broncos, denver broncos? Okay. Yeah. yeah so we're gonna do our top three favorite denver broncos of all time <laughs> Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Do you want to go first specific. with your with your number three? I would love to. My number three favorite Denver Bronco of all time, former quarterback Jake Plummer. Oh wow, Jake the I Snake. Like Jake Plummer. Yeah. He seems very awesome. I think he's from, or at least lives in Idaho, and he smokes weed quite a lot, and he's a competitive <laughs> handball player now. And Is he actually? I believe so. That rules. He's, he's yeah. I think, and I think. Out of all, like, you <laughs> That's know, incredible. I would say a lot of football players and probably professional athletes in general have bad politics. And I think I remember something about him having good politics. So I hope that's true. Wow, and that's shocking. Truly. <laughs> um, but yeah, he seems like he ruled. So that is, and he was very good on the Broncos and uh, I loved him. I used to have a plumber jersey as well. Wow. Um, uh, I mean, he does have, uh, so... I don't want to burst anyone's bubble here, but uh, so he does have a handball uh, segment on his Wikipedia. Since okay. his retirement from the NFL, Plummer has been an avid player of four wall handball. He attended his first professional handball tournament in 2007 when he entered the Simple Green U.S. Open of handball with his brother Eric in the pro doubles division, where the pair lost to future Hall of Famers John Bike and Danny Bell. Uh, he hosted his own pro invitational and lost in the finals of the pro <laughs> consolation bracket to number 37 ranked Jeff Kastner. Also in 2008, Plummer lost the Idaho State singles championship championships to his brother. So it seems like his brother's a big player. Uh, and then directly below that, on March 23rd, 1997, Plummer was accused of fondling three women at the Tempe, oh, Arizona nightclub God. Club Rio. No. Um, okay. Well... <laughs> That's why he's number three, not number one. <laughs> no, that's bad. Oh, no. That's bad. I wish I had done that research before. No, that's. A, I mean, it seems like he has reformed since then. Uh, that was in 1997. Yeah. But yeah, because it says he he married former Broncos cheerleader Colette Klassen on August 26, 2007. In June 2010, Colette gave birth to the couple's first child. After retiring from the NFL, Plummer moved to Sandpoint, Idaho, where he has lived yeah. in relative anonymity. His former agent, Lee Stein, said he is quote one of the minuscule few that i could see living a completely fulfilled life away from sport he was as close to an egoless major star as i've ever seen uh, he also go. was a uh, meals on wheels uh, volunteer and he has his own alzheimer foundation so okay way better well, good job learning from your mistakes jake 
People uh, were wondering. They're like, what's Jake Plummer up to? I hope he comes up on this week's block party. <laughs> Number three for me, I have to go with uh, Vaughn Miller. Yeah. Uh, he's very, he's obviously very good at football, but he has the very cool look of uh, wearing glasses. Love the glasses. In I was his, like, in his head glasses as well. Yes. They are. They're very cool glasses, and he, he pulls it off very well. And Very good uh, I, I, you you so rarely see that in in pro athlete headshots, uh, the yeah. glasses. Isn't it the the Colts kicker? Whereas like go blank and yeah. chip. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Yeah, yeah, He's it's a, a great beauty. look. I, I wish more players would do it. But uh, Von Miller, number three for me. Yeah. I will say, do not uh, Google Von Miller right now because he is under investigation by the Denver police. Not a joke, unfortunately. So <laughs> oh, God damn it, <laughs> you're learning a lesson. Right? Yeah, like, I'm just maybe, maybe don't bring, yeah, don't uh, bring in pro athletes to uh, the chat. Okay, John, don't uh, say OJ Simpson. <laughs> uh, I I appreciate Rodrigo too because he wears glasses while he plays, yeah. which I did playing minor hockey my whole life. I wore glasses while I played hockey, and I had a rainbow colored sports strap that I would attach to my glasses and then it would hang out the back of my helmet because I was so cool boys um well my number three given that you know obviously you two like criminals uh I figure someone has to bring some just goodness to this so my number three Tim Tebow yes I mean, okay. how do you not love him the guy he just he loves God He's a great baseball player. He's only not in the MLB because of Satan. Uh, he is going to be, I think, you know, just a good guy all around. The one thing I will say about Tebow is that, yes, he ended up being like a pretty bad player, but that one season was pretty exciting. And he led them Dude. to that crazy comeback in that game. And um, I, yes, yeah. am a, and have been a huge Denver Broncos fan for a long time. And that season, I think, is still, even the seasons when they won the Super Bowl, I think that's still my favorite season because that was so, they would win in ways that were so um, unconventional and so unlikely. And he was so bad for three quarters of the game. And then in the fourth <laughs> quarter was like yeah. somehow able to create like some God. connect on like an amazing, it did, I was like, maybe this is, Right, and like he plays it on Sundays, God, yeah. and yeah, it was kind of insane. <laughs> I think that's a great yeah, choice. God punished him for the first half of the game because he should have been at church. And right. the second half of the game, church was over, so then he was able to like bless him or whatever. Maybe at halftime, he like, yeah, exactly. He like made a quick prayer to God apologizing. Yeah, that must um, have been it. Uh, Nick, your go. number two? My number two, this is a bit of a off-the-beaten-path uh, choice. It's an old linebacker called Wesley Woodyard, who I think now plays for Tennessee. He's a Great bit older name. now. Great name. And he was an undrafted free agent from Kentucky who made the Broncos, but I really liked him because when in the early days of Facebook, when a guy would be drafted by the Broncos or signed as a free agent, I would like search their name and their... And you could like, you know, go by what university they were connected to. So it was kind of easy to find like the legit uh, NFL players and especially if they weren't a big time prospect. So I would add a bunch of them and then just try to ta start talking to them on Facebook chat at the time. <laughs> it's That's just awesome. like, I had, you know, 14 or 15 year old in Montreal being like, hey, that's a, you're awesome. I love the Broncos. <laughs> and uh, he was one of the only ones to uh, write back to me. And I always have loved him because of that. And I do just really like his name. 
And he was what like a great he, athletic linebacker for years. What did he say to you? Did he have any good, uh, you know, <laughs> did he say anything fun? Uh, I think it was mostly like, uh, I'll never do anything bad to <laughs> women and you can trust me. <laughs> no, I think it was mostly like, hey, thank you so much. It was all like, I think they were not super psyched to be talking to uh, a little kid. <laughs> Wow. Okay. Yeah. I gotta hmm. I'm gonna go with Demarius Thomas. Oh number shit. two. Good yeah. choice. Uh, good choice. He was like insanely good. He's like, insanely enormous and fast. Yeah. He was he was crazy. I mean the one thing I I, I do remember the most from him is uh that hit he took in the Super Bowl against His the Seahawks. His arrest and conviction for assault in <laughs> well, uh, 2014. Okay. <laughs> but uh, he was, I, I had him, when I played fantasy football, I had him on my team one year, and, and he was like a huge part of the team. Uh, so just from a fantasy perspective, very, yeah. very selfish of me. Um, but he was a lot of fun to watch. Because, yeah, he was, just, he was just like an athletic freak. He was so yeah. big. Yeah. Yeah. Very fun to have those guys on the team. Yeah. Uh, John? Um. So, yeah, just to go back to Demarius Thomas, in 2010, a woman contacted oh, Denver police suspecting she was drugged. <laughs> oh, <no>. uh, <laughs> Fuck. You know, it, he, the claims were dismissed. Um, uh, no. So, uh, <laughs> uh, in keeping with um, my theme of only good boys... Uh, and this one is, this is just strictly based on one moment. So kind of similar to you, Nick, uh, my number two Paxton Lynch. Uh, the only reason, okay. So first of all, terrible name. Second yeah. of all, uh, the only reason is because I remember when, uh, he was like, had been drafted. Um, he, his, like all of his draft photos were of him in shorts, you guys, do you remember this, Stefan? I remember like uh, you had tweeted about him or something. And then I had tweeted that, that there was like a picture of him going around. And when he was drafted on draft night, like all the pictures they had of him to like show his like he was doing the you know, the typical like quarterback, like cocking back to pass. But yeah. He was wearing like a jersey and shorts. Yeah, and it was extremely funny. Uh, he just had a big time like surfer shorts vibe. So uh, I loved that. He yeah has one of the worst like looks I would say that yes. uh, like if you look at his how he would like style his facial hair even he looked <laughs> very like kind of like a magician um, yes big time magician energy you can see right there oh, brutal yeah yeah big magician yeah oh wow yeah so I have no choice but to respect him uh, for that and he obviously was a very bad player he's only in the NFL for two years first uh, round just trying to quarterback see if- as well. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Really bad. Really bad. Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's my number two, Paxton Lynch. And let me just do a quick crime <laughs> check here, just to make sure. That, I mean, he was barely in the league, so his Wikipedia might be pretty Did, short. Am I crazy? Yeah, he Didn't even, like, I thought he broke into someone's house? Or am I thinking of a different quarterback, like a backup? Oh, doesn't wait, even have. You are a right. No, you're thinking of. Even, uh, I think his name was Chad Kelly, and he was oh, Jim okay. Kelly's nephew. Yeah, and he was like. A really top college prospect who got yeah. in trouble in college, I'm sure, for bad stuff that is similar to breaking into a house. And then he was yeah, like, he was arrested string. in a trespassing case. That's uh, what suspicion it was. Suspicion yeah. of trespass after a couple reported he came into their suburban house uninvited and sat down on their couch mumbling incoherently. 
Yeah, I think general manager John Elway said the team was very, very disappointed in Chad and the situation he put himself into. He had attended a Halloween costume party hosted by Vaughn Miller on Monday night that has long been a tradition for Broncos players and their significant others. The Broncos were trying to figure out what happened after Kelly left the party. Um, so yeah, according to court records, a couple told police that a stranger came into their Inglewood home after 1 AM. The intruder sat down on the couch next to the woman who was holding the couple's young child and was mumbling incoherently according to records. The man yelled at the intruder to get out and hit him in the back with an aluminum tube from a vacuum. Uh, yeah. So it just seems like he maybe thought it was his own house. Uh, Okay. Well, he's my number one. Just a (laughs) spoiler warning. (laughs) Nick, who's your number one? My number one, I got to go with former running back, former fullback, Peyton Hillis. Yes. Former Madden cover athlete. Former Madden. Not, unfortunately, with Denver, but he, yeah, for the uninitiated, he was just a fullback, and he played at Arkansas with this, like, incredible uh, running back duo of Felix Jones and Darren McFadden, I believe. So they had like three amazing NFL caliber running backs. And so he was put fullback and then he had a million injuries on Denver's running back uh, backfield and he came in and he's a giant white dude, which is rare for running back. And he was like jumping over people and destroying them. Sort of like Mike Allstott, uh, if you remember oh, yeah. him from the Tampa Bay Bucks. <laughs> And he was just so fun and out of nowhere. And then we traded him for Brady Quinn in the offseason, and that was a horrible trade. Oof. That was uh, to yeah, Cleveland? Was, yeah, to and, Cleveland, then, and yeah. then he became, like you said, he became the Madden cover athlete the next yeah. year because he was so good <laughs> in Cleveland. 6'2", 250. Yeah. Ooh. Bill uh, O'Reilly. He, yeah, those are Bill <laughs> O'Reilly stats. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> he owns a 1,300-acre soybean farm and yeah. lives on that with his wife. Uh, the only criminal thing Hillis did was endorsing Ron Paul during the 2012 okay. presidential election. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Stefan, your okay. number one is Chad Kelly? No, my number one is uh, Matt Prater. Uh, oh, great kicker. I, I believe he still holds the, the record for longest field goal at, at 60, 64 yards, which is like completely insane. I guess maybe it's like easier in, I assume to kick that in, in Denver where think, the air is yeah. thinner. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, it was in Denver, yeah. Yeah, but still, like, very, very impressive. Uh, and he seemed like he was just... A, is he still playing? Like, he was around forever. I think he's on the Lions now. Wow. Yeah, uh, yeah I he mean, is. Yeah. Kickers he, play for a long time, obviously. He has the NFL time, record obviously. for field goals of 50 yards or more made in a career. He's made 59 career field goals of 50 God, yards damn. or longer. Yeah, 64 Incredible. yards is, is so... Like, is that basically... Is that from, like, the 50-yard line? Or, like... Pretty it's, much. It's plus, yep. it's, pretty, it's plus 17 yards, so I guess from the 47? Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. That's insane. Yeah, so Matt Prater gets my number one. John, do you want to tell me what horrible shit he did? <laughs> uh, sorry, I just searched. Maybe it's a DUI, maybe. Yeah, okay. Matt Prater well. crime. That's always a good search to do. <laughs> yep, he was arrested on DUI charges in 2011 and left the scene of an accident. He was with a stripper during a DUI hit and run. <laughs> okay, um, well, so yeah, that's it could have been worse, I guess. <laughs> No, that's the Denver Post uh, article. You can't uh, yeah. trust the Denver Post, dude. <laughs> They're always slandering uh, I mean, the Broncos. Many other sources are also reporting <laughs> that as well. Uh, he's on charges of allegedly driving drunk and leaving the scene of an accident. It was a hit and run when police arrived. Uh, blah, blah, blah. The witnesses said they contacted the driver after the accident, but he fled into the hotel's lobby. Um, and then, 
yet. He had just left Shotgun Willie's where the woman worked. She could not remember his last name after the accident. They ran into the hotel to get a room. That's always a good idea. When you do a hit and run, just find a nearby hotel. Uh, <laughs> Give them all to, your information. Yeah. <laughs> try to bunker, bunker down there for the night. Yeah. Uh, this is a great, I mean, a great top three. My number one, uh, I'm going to go, I'll go Shannon Sharp, former oh, tight end Shannon Sharp. Okay. Great. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's been very good on television. I enjoy his uh, somewhat uh, contrarian opinions. Stefan, are you looking up whether he's ever committed a crime? <laughs> I, I am. I don't think. Yeah, he's he's very funny on TV with uh, he's on yeah. with Skip Bayless, right? Yeah. 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 OK, I'm in the controversy section here. Oh, uh, here we go. Well, oh. OK. I mean, anyway, whatever. This, it's it's the, the complaints are withdrawn. It's not good. I'll anyway. <laughs> God damn it. I want ever. Yeah, I uh, regret. Bring, I regret being a fan of Denver Broncos <laughs> and, uh, for bringing it up. And I was about to say that I one of my best purchases in this pandemic time was uh, a $2 like flea market on the side of the road. They had a Shannon Sharp jersey of the Broncos for 2 bucks, and I bought it. Whoa. Wow. I mean, That's a great, good deal. A great deal. No yeah. one said John Elloway, huh? Like, he's, he's kind of... I thought maybe one of you guys was going to say him, but I got to... Yeah, I do I have uh, to, love him. He's got bad political views, but he's v- I love very him. bad politics. Yeah, yeah. bad yeah. guy. Um, you know, I like maybe I got to change my pick because I had all good. I had all good boys, and Shannon Sharp. I just looked it up. I mean, that's not good for sure. What about so uh, Bill see. Romanowski? He seems oh, fine. He, he, yeah, <laughs> I don't think he got. In, I don't know if he has legal trouble, but he certainly I mean, has some racism. So, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, oh. psychotic problems. I believe. I was going to say Terrell Davis. That's a no go. Um, oh God. Yeah, there's. It's not. It's not good. Peyton Manning's a no go as well. Uh, yeah, oh, from college. Yeah. There's a uh, lot of no goes here. Jeez, uh, can I? Maybe I'll pick a coach. Gary Kubiak's my favorite uh, Denver Broncos sure, yeah. guy. He no, was a former Fox. backup quarterback. Yeah, for the Broncos. so he probably did some bad shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, knowing, <laughs> probably knowing, that, knowing that information, and... <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Oh, maybe Emmanuel Sanders. Has he done some good stuff? He's cool. He seems, I mean, I'm hesitant to say anybody is clean right now with every single, (laughs) you know, piece of evidence pointing to the contrary so far. It looks okay in his personal life section. It only talks about his mother dying when he was young and that he has two two children, (laughs) Princeton and Zoe. So... Okay. okay, so that's I'm a, that's a good number pick. one. I'm retconning yeah. my pick to Emmanuel Sanders, and I'm changing all three of my picks to Emmanuel Sanders. So <laughs> yeah, and uh, actually, I'm, I guess Matt Prater I'll keep. But yeah, you can keep. Well, DUI mm, hit yeah, and run, not, not, not great, ideal. but yeah. yeah, no one got hurt. I guess so. You can <laughs> sure, go, yeah, yeah, you could say okay. that. <laughs> this turned into a surprisingly dark top three. Uh, <laughs> Nick, thank you so much for being on the show. As always, uh, before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? Yes, you can follow me on at Nick Nemiroff on both Instagram and Twitter. And I will also be getting into the podcast game in March with my friend Gavin Pounds. And we will be doing a podcast called skaterdietehotmail.com. Check out that when you get a chance. Hopefully you're listening to this in March. (laughs) (laughs) And all the episodes are out. We'll have you back on for a bonus episode once your pod comes out and then you can plug it then. Perfect. Sounds great. 
Awesome. Yeah. So follow Nick. Uh, you can grab his album as well. Oh, uh, the yeah. Pursuit of Comedy that Ruined My Life. That's out now. It's very funny and, and fantastic. Uh, thank you, Nick. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Again, you can donate to the show at patreon.com slash blocked party. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. And we'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Peace.